This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. One, two. Three. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Hello and welcome to episode, well, who cares? It's Christmas, it's New Year, it's the Filmmakers Podcast. Woo! Merry Christmas! Woo! This is a podcast where we talk filmmaking from indie film to studio films and high end TV and everything in between. How to get them made, how to make them, and how to try not to really f it up. In a humble opinion. <laughs> This is the Filmmakers Podcast. Happy Christmas and soon to be Happy New Year, everyone. How is everyone? You all right? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. Bouncing along? Yeah. How are you, Charles? Yeah, I'm all right. Pre-Christmas festivities. Festivities. Yeah. <laughs> the, listeners, the listeners can't tell this, but Giles is dressed like an elf. Yeah, I am. And he and it's um, it's impressive. It's, uh, it's, yeah. it's a look that suits you. Thank you. He's in the elf's attic. Usually it's the cultist <laughs> attic, but this time of year it's the elf attic. Zoom has got a little filter that Stephen has introduced me to, and he's got Christmas lights. I have a little pizza on my head, <laughs> because why not? Um, this is our Christmas quiz, a very special, end of year special, special, talking about filmmaking. We're going to do a little bit of chat about some questions about the year, what's happened in filmmaking, what we think is going to happen next year. And also, we will be doing our top podcasts of the year, the ones that you've listened to the most. We'll be doing a top 10 at the end of this show. So whatever you think it is, it might not be that one. Is it Christopher McQuarrie? Is it business film? Is it some peg? <gasps> Who knows? It's exciting. I do, though. Um, but it is exciting. I've just worked it out. I've literally just worked it out. And we're doing our quiz, which is the most important thing, because Phil's not here, and it means that I could also retain the crown, because I jointly won it last year. A pizza uh, crown. But it also means that Dom could win it for the first time. <laughs> very unlikely. Very, very unlikely. So let's run down who we have joining you wonderful listeners on this uh, epic Boxing Day released podcast. Yeah, yeah, everyone, we released this, which meant I was on Christmas Day uploading this. So, yeah, thank me at some point in your life. <laughs> thank, you, thank, you, thank you, Giles. Thank, thank you, Giles. Thank you. Maybe buy me a little pizza that I can stick on my head. I'll stick it on your but head for now. For I'm, introducing, <laughs> I'm introducing you um, to 
Dom Lenoir. You've heard his voice already. He's a director and as a producer. Uh, he's directed Winter Ridge and, and two other features before he was 30. The Winter Ridge had a theatrical release and he followed that up by producing I Love My Mum soundtrack to 16, When the Screaming Starts and the soon-to-be-released The Unreason, which has changed its name. Which we can't reveal yet. Which I don't think we can say what it is yet. Mm. It is Dom Lenoir. How are you, Dom? I'm very good. Can you read out my screen name as well on Zoom? Yes, Dom has a screen name and no one else has. So because of that, we'll read out Dom's name. It is Rudumpf. Ru- Rudumpf, like Rudolph. No, no, I got it. Just ru- yeah. It looks like Rudumpf. I think, I think so... it's pronounced Rudumpf there. I don't yeah. get it. I don't get it. But... No, I, I, like got, Rudolph, I got right. it, but I didn't like it. No. <laughs> Maybe I don't like you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Tobias enjoyed it. That's the main thing. And Andrew, uh, Andrew's cat enjoyed it. So yes. this, is Pic- this is Picard. Captain Picard. Yes, it, it is Captain Picard. Um, and speaking of Andrew Roger, uh, he is here as well. Um, is he? he is, yes, as well as his cat. Um, he is a cinematographer and he's known for the films Confession, Plebs, Borderline, uh, With Me, World of Darkness, and Arthur Merlin Knights of Camelot and The Dare. And also Three Day Millionaire, which is uh, on Netflix right now. You can go watch it. Please do go support. And also his latest feature film, um, which is all about mm. some merch uh, being flashed there in the background it's yeah. all about a plane crashing into the sea and sharks attacking it it is called it's called no way up and it's super exciting the trailer looks amazing sounds colmini and it looks cool so that is coming out for you january february do we know yep great well as of today it says although it keeps shifting around but today it says january 20th but who knows soon so early next year <laughs> trailer's out yeah. Great. Trailer is out. Yes. January, February, right? We'll try and put a link in the show notes. Should be in the cinema. Should be in the cinema. <gasps> really? Yeah. Yeah. Also joining us is Tobias Vies. Um He's made the film In the Dark um, and he's made various, various films over his time and brand media. Uh, he's a fantastic guy. He's been editing uh, and producing the Filmmakers Podcast all of 22 um, and he has done some in 23. He's been very busy, but we're going to bring him back. Um, it is Tobias Vies, everyone. Hello, mate. Hello. Nice to be back. Yes. Yes. Nice to have you back. I've missed your voice. I was listening through to some of the adverts that we did. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. And then you did silly voices and characters yes. for those. And I really enjoyed our time doing those. So True. That was, um, those were really fun. Yeah. Also uh, joining us today for the first time on the podcast, it is Sophie Roger, who is a screenwriter and she's also a fabulous person, also married to Andy Roger. Hello, Sophie. Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome to the Filmmakers Podcast. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here after being uh, a listener through the wall with a cup. Is that how you, you listen to the podcast? You know it's streamed <laughs> yeah. as well, right? Like That's pretty mean of him. <laughs> you, you, you could go on iTunes. Yeah, I, I use polystyrene. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm just there with my glass cup against the wall or the door if I'm lucky. God, you're a true it's fan, very... aren't you? Really yeah, it's basically. And does Andy listen on his own in a room? Yeah, I won't let like, him in the room when I'm listening. You have to, to listen <laughs> outside. It's my time. Yeah. It's his and Picard's time. It's, you know, boy time. Yes. Picard's the cat, by the way. It's yeah, that's the, cat. So the little dude here. We're delighted to have you. Um, thank you. Also, joining us is Stephen Follows. Um, he has not only smashed through our business of film um podcasts all this year as a fantastic host quizmaster data researcher and knowledgeable person extraordinaire um 
He is also a writer in his own right. <laughs> um, he has taught at major film schools. He's made over 100 shorts, two feature films. He's the host of the podcast Show Me the Money and authored by AI. And he's also a Guinness World Record Holder adjudicator. It is Stephen Follows. Welcome, Stephen, to the first ever Christmas quiz for you. I am very excited, um, mostly to ask questions because uh, I have massively enjoyed torturing you guys this year with questions that are completely impossible to guess. But I, mm-hmm. I've always been impressed with how much you guys just go for it so i'm i'm here that's, for the questions not the answers that is good to know because if you don't win this quiz i, I don't i think we should all just quit because i imagine you will win this. Oh, I'm, it well, seems my my way. knowledge is useless or at least it's bizarre it? trivia you run a, a full website i know but trivia. like it's not it's, it's i don't know i have lots of blind spots right in the center so i hope there'll be nothing on popular culture popular movies popular songs there is you know and as long as that's not the case as long as it's really obscure things like What's the shortest title to, of a film to have won an Oscar? Um, That's a good question. But, but Stephen, everyone's now rewriting our questions so that you don't win. So basically, for our, our lovely audience at home, how this works. Oh, by the way, I'm Giles Alderson. By the way, hello. <laughs> kind of all you need to know about me, because most of my credits were read out when we read out Andy's credits. <laughs> uh, the only thing I do want you to know is the, my feature documentary, um, all Town, Aren't We?, which I produced, Jack Spring directed, is screening in cinemas on January the 5th in Parkway Cinemas up in Cleethorpes. Anywhere near there, come support. Link to that's in the show notes. Hey, Giles. Hey. Enough about me. <laughs> um, so how this quiz works is two questions from each of our hosts. Two. Did you not read the email? <laughs> not really, no. <laughs> so basically how it works, each host's host asks two questions we all answer them quietly we write them down on a piece of paper and at the end of this hour and a half long podcast we will reveal the answers and then reveal the winner does that sound fun and exciting everyone whoa hell yes yeah christmas spirit is in the house i'm really looking forward to relaxing this year so First of all, we're going to name our film of the year. We're just going to go around, discuss what we think is our film of the year. It doesn't have, you know, there's still a few films to come out yet. There's still a few films we might not have seen. So we're allowed to change our minds. That's totally fine. Mm. We're allowed to throw in runners and riders. But first of all, Dom Lenoir, I know you're very opinionated on this. So in a good way, what is your film of the year? Uh, It's a tough one. This isn't a quiz, Uh, by the way. This isn't part of it. Don't get it wrong. I'm going to go for a a joint top. That sounds like a good night out. Yeah. Uh, So it's probably going to be One Life and Memory. One Life is just a great... Yes. It's a higher budget. It's it's, it's kind of like a sister film to Schindler's List. It's a a bit more charming, but it's also... um, it doesn't shy away from the heaviness, but it's also got a sort of a lighter side as well. It's, mm. it's just a really well-made sort of high-end drama. Starring Anthony Hopkins, by Starring, the way, which will it, be out. He's just brilliant in anything. It'll be out, um, it'll be out very soon, but also but on yeah, that, start the January. We, we have a podcast with the director, mm. which Dom did, which will be out next year. So this film is yeah. probably going to get nominated for Oscars. And it's it should do. The director's on our podcast next year. How amazing is that? Yeah. So yes, that's your first one. And then Memory, which is, it's got Jessica Chastain and Garsgard, but not the one you think, Peter, Sars, Peter Sarsgaard. Um, and it's it's actually, I don't know what the budget was, but it feels like it's got big actors, but it's actually a small, smaller indie. Uh, and it's just brilliant drama, like very understated, really well done. Excellent. So, excellent. Those That's are good. my takes. Thank yeah. you. Stephen, what about yourself? 
Uh, that's the, Tom's given very classy answers, where, um, and uh, I'm going Barbie. You're going every which way. I was going to say you're going Barbie, Barbie. every which way. Barbie. It's great. Um, I also haven't seen many movies this year, uh, so like there, there is a there is a smaller pool to draw from. However, I'm not uncertain <laughs> in just how much fun Barbie was, and also it's always nice when there is a fantastic film that breaks some of the sort of pro, um, preconceptions we have around like what's going to make a good movie or a bad movie, um, and it's. It's very easy to have rolled her eyes beforehand and think of a Barbie movie. Oh, that's mm. not going to be anything. And then actually genuinely great piece of art with really good creatives doing top work along the, along the, and I think I, so I not only do I like the movie, I like that it reminds me not to be quite so cynical when something comes out and like, Oh, I know what that's going to be like. You know, yes. maybe Transformers 9 is brilliant. I mean, maybe let's find yeah. out. I mean, let's find out. I mean, we're going to. Yeah, exactly. And it's not going to be, but, but like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's just great also where you see someone making really great, brave, creative choices with all the money from the studios. And it's rare and it's not, you know, it's just really nice. And mm -hmm. so she's such a great filmmaker. It was a joy yeah. to, to sort of sit and watch, uh, her vision for a bit. It's just yeah. joyous. Yeah. Joyous. joyous. Totally right. there. For Toby? Toby? I really liked the Barbenheimer event. Um, mm. I love both films. I watched them both in the same, on the same weekend, uh, yes. together with the new Mission Impossible as well. So it was an ama oh, yeah. amazing yep. weekend. Um, however, um, apart from those three that I really enjoyed was, um, I'd say, I don't know if it came out this year or if it was last year, Puss in Boots, <laughs> the second one. Have you oh, seen yeah, it? It came out this yeah, year. Really, really good. Yeah. You didn't like it? Did you watch it? Yeah, no, it's great. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah no, you're totally right. It did yeah. come out this year. Yeah, yeah, really good film. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's really, really fun. Okay. Yeah, huh. watched it already I a like couple it. of times. And yeah, it's a good movie to watch with friends. And yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Sophie, what was yours? Uh, one or two movies are we going for? Uh, one, we're supposed to do one, but they've all done two. So you oh, know, okay. crack on. Um, <laughs> my first one, I think, would be Scrapper. Mm. Um, which I was good, yeah. On the train, uh, um, train, oh. plane, even. Um, mm -hmm. Just mm -hmm. because it was a really interesting take, um, yeah. and I've never seen anything of this director's before, and as a writer as well, it was just it was really heartfelt, emotional, but in such a short space of time, like it was done mm. really, really well. Um, the second one I'm going to go for, even though I know we're only allowed one, but um, was The Stranger Way of Life. Um, oh, Pedro Almodovar. Almodovar. Yes, that one. Again, I think it was just really nicely done, concisely done. You know, mm. all the beats are hit really quickly, but also really like hard. So, yes. yeah, those are my two. There's my two. Can, can I suggest that? So the director of um, Scrapper is a, a woman called Charlotte Regan, who Charlotte is Regan, amazing, yeah. just a, an amazing talent. And uh, we've been lucky enough to produce some stuff of hers before. And she made a short film called Standby, which I first saw at TIFF, which is um, mm. set in a, it's a locked off camera in a police car. And so if you Google Charlotte Regan Standby, I'm sure it's available on Vimeo and stuff. It's a okay. masterclass in short filmmaking. I can't recommend it highly nice. enough. Oh, sorry. Oh. No, I'll look at that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I am going to go with, there's so many this year, actually. Oppenheimer's in there. Um, and there's so many people who've been on the podcast that I've really, really, really enjoyed. Desperation Road was one of them. Foe, yeah. I really liked. It's weird and wonderful. Dumb Money was hilarious and fun. Other films I loved, Femme, 
amazing. Once was really good. Alice Troughton's The Lesson. Mm. Bowling Shoes, fabulous film that. Uh, A Kind of Kidnapping. Mm. Um, Greatest Days. Catching Dust. What else did I like? The Boogeyman. It's really cool. And After Sun. Ah, okay. However, I- I'm going to go for Love Without Walls. It's kind of the same thing as Sophie mm. is going for a movie that's an indie film as well. That's, mm. you know, Scrapper is amazing. And it's getting out something that is so hard to make because Oppenheim had millions and millions. Barbie had millions and millions. And something like Love Without Walls, which is made by Jane Gull, it's it just for me stood out and it's beautiful and heartfelt. And I love that. And that's what this podcast mm. for me is about, is championing those as well. So that's for me. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. Andy? Um, the Creator. Oh, God, I haven't seen it yet. I can't wait. Great. I mean, if you love sci-fi, uh, it's, it's, it's brilliant. Incredible production design, um, mm-hmm. great photography, great performances. Um, Gemma Chang, like, underused but incredible in it. Yeah, what, yep. definitely worth a watch. Good fun. And obviously, like, for a not a huge amount of money, a, a massive scope of production like really beautiful wild um and the other one was i just saw an airplane was inside willem dafoe um yeah. i think that was this year double checks yeah it was it was mm. sophie it was last week there we go um last week it was last, <laughs> week. last week Andy. <laughs> oh no 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 yeah yeah no we went on holiday last week yeah <laughs> hence the plane right. So oh, when you saw it, it last week. released for your holiday, obviously. Yeah. Piss. yeah. Okay. Thanks, baby. Got, yeah. Um, <laughs> I like that. Keep that up. I like that. Yeah, we're here for that. <laughs> totally here Absolutely for that. decimated. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, so that, that was good. It's like, um, it's, it's Willem Dafoe stuck in a, like, breaks into a flat to steal a, um, uh, a painting. And then he's, like, um, trapped in there. It's really tense and really, he sort of slowly goes mad. It's really cool. Worth a watch. I love it. Yeah. He's good at that, Willem. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Good. So, okay, so that was our, that some of our films of the year, what we like. There's been so many, though. A list could go on. Let us know what yours are uh, on Twitter, on X, at Filmmakers Pod. Do. It's really important. We'll probably be doing a little poll as well on our Instagram if I can, if I've got time. But let's get to the important things. Let's get to the quiz, first of all. I believe, and from what I did earlier when I drew this, uh, I didn't draw it, I wrote it down, but if you know what I mean, I drew it out of a hat. The first person for our quiz question. He'll already be behind because he's asking the first one. It is Dom Lenoir. Please ask your first question for us, please. Uh, Write this down. Pen and paper ready. Okay. Uh, What was the highest budget film of 2023? You sound very enthusiastic when you said that. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Highest uh, word document. Budget budget film. Budgeted film in, in the world. Yeah. Are we doing countdown rules where if we don't write it down and when we reveal the answers, if we haven't got it written down, we don't get the points? Because if we don't do that, I'm just going to be like, yeah, I had that. Just... No, you have to write it down. You can yeah, show you it. Down. Okay, fine. If we, if, we, if we cheat, then we're idiots. Um, but yeah. we, can, we should write idiot. it down. Um, we are winning idiots. But we, have, but we have to, yeah, if we get challenged okay. on this, we have to show the piece of paper. All right. And you ha- your pen can't be anywhere near you. Yeah, that's the deal. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that was Dom's first question. The highest budget of film of 2023. Yeah. Good. We've all got the answer? Good. Second question, please, Dom. This is a bit of a fun one. First one was more filmic. This should be uh, more fun. Let's see what well, Dom's come up with. It's not, it's not really fun. <laughs> what, from you? <laughs> say it in a fun well, voice, then. Add a, yeah, add a, add a, add a, a fun accent. Come on, bring the fun. Well, it's Christmas, Dom. What's wrong with you? I, I, I didn't think of anything fun. That's, that's the Not that's a punny? Nothing punny? Dom the Halls, come, come on. Uh, Dom the Halls with <laughs> Rudom I mean, Dolph. Yeah. Oh, all right, okay. Highest 
Um, highest IMDb rated comedy 2023. There we go. That's so unfun. Yeah. Well, uh, that's I, what you get highest rated IMDb comedy. IMDb yeah. comedy. Yeah. Okay, we can't. No, IMDb, this up. I, highest IMDb rated comedy 2023. Okay. Can I vote now and just sort of tip it over? you're not allowed to go on there so therefore the next person is going to be sophie okay, okay. question Three. number one yeah. how much did barbie make uh, to, to the okay. dollar domestically or, or worldwide uh yes. worldwide oh, wow box office worldwide mm. oh 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 my gosh Stephen probably knows exactly. I, actually, I, this I really don't, and I might be off by hundreds of millions because uh, I haven't been looking at the world web recently. So I really wouldn't. Or millions, mind. hundreds of millions. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. It's, billions. it's more than a million. Yeah. Given something away here. More than ten grand. Okay. Good. I think people are shouting at their um, podcast boxes or listening through the wall with their <laughs> um, glass and piece of string at the Sophie's question. Please uh, give us your second one. Bit more fun, if it is. And second one is. How many Barbies are in the Barbie movie? Characters. <laughs> mm. oh, I love it. Wow. Okay. So do the maths. You can use your toes as well. <laughs> this Barbie is. That Barbie yeah. is. Oh, We're all guessing, right? Because we don't know the That's exact a great answer, answer, right? Andy, are you Googling this? No, no, I'm writing my questions. I'm oh, you're still trying to find I'm, I'm, still, I'm still trying to Google to find out if, if my, there's actually an answer to my question. I'm absolutely <laughs> confident Sophie will grass him up if, she, if he is, and she's sitting yes, right next I to him, so I feel so. very safe in this. Very loyal. She, the guy I feel though. so, yeah, yeah. I'd love it if we're both just working together and going, I've got the answer. Just, just, they're both had exactly the same answer. Oh, no, 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 no. Really... Like, I am full on turning my laptop away. All oh, right, you <laughs> want to win no, this. No. He's very competitive. It's... I'm to I... I'm taking this game seriously. Yeah. <laughs> we there's no do. we winning this. this no, just no. I. Yeah. There is yeah. no I. I was going to say there's no I in marriage, there's but no actually I. there is. <laughs> there, there isn't that one. Yeah, there isn't <laughs> that one. There's four. Um, I have some love hearts, um, and I'm going to give... This is, this is the prize, basically, to the winners later, but I'm going to open them now, right? Yeah, what? he's already sent them to me. Don't worry, I'll open no. them in a minute. When <laughs> yeah, the... <laughs> I'm going to open them because you have to guess what the first saying is oh. on the love heart. Wait, hold on. The, your question yeah, it has to be multiple choice. No, your first question no. is what no. is written in front of me. No, nope, this is nothing to do with the quiz. <laughs> I just thought this would be fun. Oh, oh, it is oh. fun, Giles. It's so much fun. Thank you. Um, yeah. Uh, I know. I know. It's going to be be mine or something like that. It's close. It's close. I'm looking at it. It's not. You. Will you be mine? It's not what you expect. Sometimes they that throw weird on ones at you. Be be better. It's be better. <laughs> no, it's, it's just, get better. Be, be a better filmmaker. <laughs> <laughs> Work on it, yourself. It is. <laughs> that that is a really missed opportunity. Therapeutic oh, love hearts. Yeah. Yeah, that would yeah. be great, wouldn't it? Learn to love Self yourself. Self love hearts. Exactly. I'm going to open them all and see if there is because this is the winner. The winner gets these, right? So. And we'll send You're opening the, the present. You're oh, yeah, opening yeah. the prize. Yeah. How many... All right. This isn't a quiz, but it thought it'd be fun. How many... Uh, apart the actual quiz, right? How many actually have anything to do with love on them? There is, uh, there is seven. Three. There is seven. Like, like the word love or like just generally? Just generally. The idea, the idea oh, wow. of love. I'm yeah. saying one. Seven. Two. Three. Four. One. Two. 
Ah. Out of seven. Yeah. One yeah. point. Hooray. Yeah. But the answer was good vibes. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Anyway, I'm eating that now. Okay. Well, our so the first prize has got smaller. <laughs> You're eating our prize. <laughs> oh. You're very God. confident of winning this, aren't you, Giles? <laughs> <laughs> really good point. Okay. <laughs> so our first topic. Uh, today will be what do we feel has changed in the industry this last year? What are our industry issues? Would you change if you could? Um, what do we feel about this year? It's been an interesting year with the SAG strike, the writer's strike. It's obviously put a big dent in everything we've been trying to do as filmmakers, as creatives. But it also... More like a meteor crater. <laughs> yes, it's like a meteor crater rather than a dent. Depends how you want to categorise it. What do we feel? Toby, let's start with you in terms of what do you feel has happened? I was, I was scared um, because of all the developments with the Scranton mm. strike and with the AI and stuff. And um, now I came to terms with it. And I, I hope that it will remain a tool because it's quite useful in terms of when you use it as a research tool, when you use it um, to help things going. But um, yeah, I'm curious to see where, where it's all going, where it's all heading to. Yeah, um, I think AI is massively, and we've talked about this quite a bit on the podcast, yeah. about how that is affecting us and how we can use it as a tool. But the right strike, the SAG strike, did kind of put a stop of things. It did affect. Andy, what's your feeling on that in terms of you know being a cinematographer in this world of work and what's happening? Did things just grind to a halt for you as well? Yeah, I mean, I could talk about how I think it's affected all of us differently, but um, yeah, I had a few projects this year, some films lined up. Um, it's been it's been busy since after the pandemic, sort of after everything woke up again. Um, and this is the year where everything sort of slowed down my mm -hmm. end. Um, so yeah, and I, I've done a lot more TV this year than I would otherwise. Um, yep. I did a kids show um, for BBC last few months, and that's was great and a new experience, but not something I do much of. Um, but yeah, otherwise it's been quite a quiet year. So I'm, I'm hoping that now things have opened up again and now things are partially resolved. We can make some more stuff next year. What I'd love to do. Yeah. yeah. I too am hoping for this yeah. for him. <laughs> <laughs> Has he been around the house too much? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> just a bit. I mean, are we alive still? Yeah. <laughs> Say what you like. <laughs> I can always cut it out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you probably, probably shouldn't because it's really funny. Yeah, exactly. Magic of editing. Yes. And what about yourself in terms of you and your screenwriting and, and everything that was moving forward for you? Did you feel it, it was harder to knock down doors and, and get people to pay attention to you? Um, I think the general feel at the moment is that people are hanging um, on to kind of what they know already. So it's slight hesitancy on anyone breaking in a bit more than where they are already. Yeah. But it's definitely been interesting to hear, you know, the other writers and during the writer's strike, lots of people were doing like more, I'm going to say more podcasts. Or so they were mm. contributing what they knew, which was great when you're learning. Fingers crossed it will be better for writers going forward. Mm, yeah, I totally agree. I think the, the, the steps forward by the writer's strike have been massive for writers. You know, it's really 
it's great it's i think producers especially indie filmmaking producers are going to struggle a bit with the writers and the sag strike just because uh the indie filmmaking world can't often afford to pay uh those exact figures which is a shame because we'd love to but sometimes you can't and therefore you're already going and agents and stuff going well no that's not fair. we want these um budget levels this is what we want Mm. and as much as we'd love to pay them indie filmmaking and what's happening we've seen is they just go well we can't make it anymore with physically we're going to struggle to make these films so therefore let's look at what we can make which means there's less stuff getting made um Mm. steven what's your thoughts on all this yeah i mean for me i think this year was really about like film because we've been having an identity crisis of what is film you know and you look at like all the streamers and you had scorsese making things that are far too long to be movies but doesn't matter on streaming and and mm-hmm. we've had i don't think the battle's over i don't think we've just you know figured anything out but in up until this year it's been like the streamers especially during the pandemic streamers were winning or at least they had the success story they were on the up and or they're making all the content and cinemas couldn't open because of the pandemic and it's taken time for the cinemas to get back but this year we've i think we've just crossed a billion pounds at the uk box office this year which we haven't done for three or four years we've had barbie and oppenheimer um even uh the taylor swift um era's tour which was when i mean it was from when it was announced to everyone including the industry to when it was in theaters it was only about 30 or 40 days and it's incredibly it's one of the highest grossing films uh, of concert performance i don't know if it's ever but it's it's incredibly i mean it was a swift rise (laughs) yay um yeah and it's and it's so i think and also the streamers have, have started to realize that they've overextended themselves financially there's talks of mergers there's pass crackdown on passwords there's increase of pricing there's going to be more adverts on streaming like the the it it's it's a glib line to say the, the golden era streaming's over, but certainly this was the year where theatrical had a bit of a reprise and everyone was like, oh yeah, going to the cinema. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the streaming will become less interesting because it's a bit more locked down. So one of the things about this year, I think, was just like, yeah, theatrical, <laughs> which is kind of nice because it hasn't been like that for a while, I think. Yes. I, and interestingly, you know, streaming costs are going to go up. And there will be some streamers that will stop being streamers. Mm. It's just going to happen. There's no question about it. They can't continue. There's, there is a lot. I mean, maybe they will. But if we're all paying 20 quid instead of the 10 or whatever, which is going to happen. Uh, with ads we, as well. They're with ads, ads as well. Yeah, people are going to stop um, paying for all of them. You know, like the moment you go, oh, well, it's probably it's 4 I'll pay for, you know, Apple and I'll pay for Disney and I'll pay for Netflix. And Suddenly people are going to go, oh, well, I've watched most of that on that one, so I'll stop. So unless these streamers start producing even more content, which at the moment there isn't that much. Which they're not going to do. They, could, they yeah. just can't afford to do that. And I, I think what we're seeing is a bit of a that confidence the industry's got is being reflected in a few other places. So the Oscars and then more recently the BAFTAs have changed their rules about what is eligible. And so from 2025, because they have to sort of do it at least a year ahead, a film has to be uh, exhibited publicly for the first time to a paying audience at at least 50 screens for at least uh at least seven days i think at uh, the right. widest point and so now we're starting to see okay we can we can be a bit more ballsy about what is a film and what is not a film not that something not a film is a problem but it's content or it's a streaming thing and so yeah it might be that the cultural impact and the industry impact is as big as the financial stuff dumb what about i think just just finishing off quickly on 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 steven's point i, I think there's a real quality issue with the streamers and you know, for for me, even even paying the price, like, I find it so hard to actually find something really good to watch. I mean, take take away all the uh, awards season stuff, which there are a lot of really really good 
films. Um, but I mean, that's probably like, you know, 10 for each streamer, like max. Uh, and then other than that, like just some of the quality of the series. And, and I think, well, what they're doing is they're just going for quantity and actually, I'd just rather have a few good series that I can watch through and, and really enjoy. Mm. Um, so that's kind of my thought on on streamers in general is you know they're they're not doing enough quality and they're going too much quantity. Um, on the agent side of things, uh, I spoke to one of our past guests recently at an event, and um, you know the feeling was just that basically agents is really difficult at the moment because um, a lot of actors that are worth in distribution terms, a certain amount, mm-hmm. um, you know, now the agents are saying, well, okay, we've just had the strikes over, you know, this isn't, this isn't a good enough offer. What would have usually been a very reasonable, you know, great offer, uh, for an indie film. Uh, and the, the, the agents are sort of, there's a sentiment of, well, we'll just hold out for a, a studio film or, or something much bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, so suddenly you're priced out of being able to actually make a reasonable offer or getting the actors to read your script. Um, and you know, it's, you know, the, the guy I was speaking to is, uh, you know, there's a whole group of different directors. Some of them are really high up and they're all having the same problem that they just can't get even high level indies made because, you know, unless you have multi-million pound deals, mm-hmm um actors are just hard to get at the moment so you know the, the strike's ending isn't the sort of roses and gold sunshine that everyone thinks it is it's uh it's actually a, a real kick in the something yeah yeah people. it's how do we survive it you're right dom it's it's a real tough place for indie filmmakers right now anyone trying to create something it's how do we survive it because it's you know we could have an amazing script an amazing idea amazing thing mm. that we want to make but if it can't get made it doesn't matter, does it? It's, uh, you know, and, and there was that whole hope of the tax credit in the UK going to 40%. Mm. There was, it's, it really was a big push. And then come the day, the Chancellor of Exchequer just didn't even, right, just slightly mentioned it <laughs> and said, well, we know the arts would like this. Wicked, great, but we didn't get it. And that's another dent for us. So I, honestly, I'm worried about another the future. Meteor another meteor hitting us so i am i am worried about the future of indie filmmaking it's been a tough year for me especially it's been really tough it's like how do we get stuff how do we make money as a producer how do you survive in this industry as a producer as a director it's really really tough there's no as independent independent producer there is no platform for you even if your film does really really well you're not really seeing that for three years any money from that for three years so how do you survive how do you as an independent producer survive and the government are not you helping put on your christmas jumper yep. and you become a christmas elf. basically that's the <laughs> way um so yes it's 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 tough it's really tough for us so yeah that's it's a downer for you all but at the same time i think we just need to be prepared for what's going to happen in 2024 and how can we approach it? Uh, that's all true, but I, I would, <laughs> I can give you a nihilistic view that will make you more optimistic. Please, w- which is that it's never been good for independent filmmakers. I wonder <laughs> like, if you can if that <laughs> the last always been horrible. Years, <laughs> it has always been absolutely terrible, and now it's yes. easier to get into the industry. But there's so, but, but the volumes of people that come in is not the same magnitude as the volume of opportunities, and so it's never been a good time. So everything you've ever seen where people have worked and they have gone ahead and done things, it's because. 
uh, they've been creative and entrepreneurial and done things despite the fact that making no sense. So I would I wouldn't say that the the ro- the future looks rosy. I'd say it looks no worse than it has before. And also that that's what filmmakers do. They they adapt. You know, ind- independent filmmakers we adapt, we create, we do something unusual. It unfortunately it still needs you still need to be independently wealthy or have another stream of income, but that has always been the case. And the, a small number won't break it through to a proper career. Mm. But the rest of us will be working and making it work because it's something we really believe in. And so I don't think we should be, we shouldn't be necessarily uh, happy about it, but I definitely don't think it's getting worse. But that might be because we were already starting quite low down. Does that make you feel any better or not? No, I can't tell, no, Joyce. No, no, it doesn't. No. Oh, no. it was worth a try, wasn't it? It's true. This is but- like the worst Christmas movie ever. <laughs> 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 it's interesting. Do, do you think... Um, there's any opportunity do you think this kind of this disruption this year is going to give any sort of positive things no. for no <laughs> okay for people or for people coming into the industry new or for people who are perhaps aren't independently wealthy yeah. and need to pay the well, bills independently get- wealthy sure okay yes i agree Stephen. Uh, I'll give you. I'll give you another uh, uh, vote for optimism for the Please. for, for twenty twenty four. To be fair, I don't know if your last yeah, one was. I, don't I. Think it was. <laughs> Honestly, it's never been. It's never really been much better. Uh, that's that's a good optimistic view. Um, okay, so how about this? Um, and this is also. I also believe this. So, as more and more people use AI to generate stuff, the more that we're going to have stuff that shoots in the middle. And if you were making content 10, 20 years ago, well, you were trying to shoot for the middle. You were trying, Marvel movies were, were by definition trying to be different, but in the same space. And so what we wanted was more of the same. We're all getting very tired of that, not just Marvel, but just um, now with all these things like Mid Journey that can create these beautiful images, but they all look kind of the same. We're yeah. getting bored of that. So yes. what we want is, is authentic experiences. We want creative, unusual things. And AI is not at the position to do that just yet. So arguably the independent artist the person that does something different has a different perspective that isn't the average of all the things that's been fed into the prompt machine will feel fresh and different and will be able to rise above the way horror tends to allow you to do that when you have a fresh new take on a horror film it you know it can go off maybe we're going to start to see that in drama maybe we're going to start to see that in comedy and other areas to a greater degree so if you have a quirky unusual voice that ai would not be able to generate maybe we're going to be in a better environment because people are sick of the middle there we go. There we go. Yay. <laughs> aim for the middle, everyone. Aim. No, 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 no. Let the AI aim for the middle. We're right, going right, to aim yeah. for the outliers. Okay. We're going to be an outlier. Yeah. That's your yeah. T-shirt for the podcast. So if you want to sell merch, be an outlier. But be an outlier. Just be better. Just be better. <laughs> aim for the middle and yeah, get, get good. Yeah. Get get better, basically. No, I, I, I t- average. Yes, yes, be average. <laughs> I think it's. I think that's that's true. And Don't actually, stand out. And speaking to some investors about next year as well, there's still an appetite. I think where it's maybe frightening for independent producers and maybe where I think about that is the returns because I think people are still willing to take a chance because if you, especially investors, are putting in more than one film, they have a much bigger chance of getting returns. Uh, And I think there are investors out there at the moment that are willing to do that. It's just you've got to find them. But I do think those people with money, film is still an attractive prospect. Indie film is still attractive because... You only need a boiling point, or uh, which also was a fantastic film came out this year. Was it this year, or was it, is it year this before year? now? Has they already the brought out a TV show? Yeah, TV I know. Show it, it, boiling point was last works, year. Phil Barantini works fast. Um, I'm about Rispoli and the team behind there. Um, mm. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I feel there is optimism. I feel there is chance for us. I definitely people are interested in projects. It's just how we manage the returns and streaming and how we bring that back to a company. That's the issue. So it doesn't mean it can't happen. It's just we can't. How do we be the next A24 working title in the UK? And there is no UK film industry per se. And I know we're going to come on to that in a future business of film episode. So I won't go too much into it here. Toby, your uh, opinion on on where we go. How do we survive it, in your opinion? How are you surviving it? Um, <clears throat> <laughs> Who says I am surviving it? <laughs> well, that's, have you quit? Because, yeah, we all kind of want to. Yeah, no. Um, no, I think it's important to have a second career, really. Mm. Um in, yeah. in order to pay the bills and uh, still um, a second career that allows you to have enough time to, to do creative stuff on the side. Um, so something not all consuming. I'm personally um, editing a lot. I'm shooting a lot of corporate videos on the side yeah. and I'm teaching. Um, um, and that gives me enough space in the week to, to work two or three days creatively on, on, on my own projects to develop them further. And, um, and it's yeah also important to yeah. have friends um who you can work with who just, hold you just accountable mm. just just have friends it's good for mental health and uh <laughs> which is also important no you're right it's really not and that's what yeah don't be um all dreamy about mm. the whole the, the dream you have about filmmaking be horribly pragmatic and yeah. depressed yes, yes. Well, yeah. I don't no, think pragmatism no. and depression are... I mean, they're correlated. I don't no. think they're... <laughs> yes, no, I agree. I, th I think making it's... A, making a joke here. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's important that we say, look, it's not doom and gloom. It's just sometimes... Just be realistic. Gloom. Yeah. <laughs> just be realistic about it. It's not all doom yeah. and gloom. Toby's right. Be realistic. Yeah. Sophie, how have you found this year diving into, you know, screenwriting full-time? It's definitely been an interesting one um i've had to catch up a what i consider a lot of ground coming from doing it on the side mm. with my other full-time job yeah. um to now yeah. you were an author as well before um, that you know as well so yeah yeah i was the um and that's been another interesting journey being a novelist versus being a screenwriter there are similarities but like screenwriting i've learned is definitely more about collaboration mm. novel writing not so much but screenwriting is making those connections with people who you can work with the money to have it made yes. which is you know sort of earlier in the conversation and funding and stuff but yeah no it's been a really interesting journey and hearing people's experiences so yeah i'm looking it's scary but yeah. you know i mean i've come from an industry that's also had a lot of crap can i say crap I say, yeah yeah definitely yeah it's had a, lot, a lot of crap yeah, yeah a lot of shit it's direction Fuck. and that didn't put me off so i wouldn't use the phrasing you know how are you surviving in this I would personally say, how are you thriving and making the best yes. of the situation you're currently right. Re in? Reprogram it. How you thrive? Reprogram it. You know, it's shit. It's going to get better. Mm -hmm. You know, that kind of not just optimism, but looking for little beams of light. I love when you're locked in your 
box in your box I, I, outside box of despair <laughs> yes and i love the your uh, optimism there and it's so true we sometimes we've been in this industry so long and sometimes we can get jaded and apologies and you're so right that fresh sort of like do you know what no we're we are it's how you're thriving how do you push that forward and it's so true i do try and bang on about it all the time so yeah i, I love that that was a, I, I needed that thank you um can I just jump on the end as well? Like always, we... jump on my end. Yeah, like, no. like... I'll always jump on your end, John. Hundred percent, Sophie. Completely agree. I mean, how can I put like? I mean, yes, yeah, sure. If if you're starting out, um, by all means, have a ha- like ha- have a job that that pays your bills because it's very hard to get into get started yes. and you know make. But but equally, like those of us that have been doing, I mean, I've been doing this twenty one years. Like, I'm I'm good at this. It's a skill I've I've put my life into learning. I've got a lot of personal relationships and, and money and time and missed birthdays and things like into into being good anniversaries at anniversaries <laughs> but who's counting <laughs> sure no no like sophie's right there's no um, i in anniversaries so, i always am so I, I i should be able to make a living from this mm. um we all should be able to make a living yes. from this if it wasn't for us workers making the shows mm-hmm. like make doing that actually making the films there wouldn't be any yeah uh, uh, you know, and maybe in the long future, AI will do everything. I, who knows? But I, uh, right now, you need someone to make a film, and we should be paid properly for it. And it yeah. should be. Uh, let's do what we can to structure the industry to to do that to to pay our bills. Yep, I agree. Yeah, whatever we can to to make this industry in the UK, especially because that's where we all work. Apart from Toby, um, is to, is to actually. <laughs> make it make that an industry there is an industry in Austria already no. there is one well they've got a great industry we don't follow that rule we don't have a conveyor belt of supporting indie filmmakers cakes. up Austria's the best place well, I was obviously over there filming that feature that we haven't announced yet so I can't tell you what it is but you can see it on IMDb if you want Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click gift mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday present for the pickleballer, Gift Mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations at Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Um, so let's pull it back to our quiz. So quiz question number three, 
of this amazing podcast. It's person number episode. three. It is, yes, thank you, Dom, for that correction. It's actually quiz, question number All six. All right, boring. It's Stephen Follows. Please bring in your question and stop uh, this. I have two questions. I have a Ponzi. Become the annoying ones. I have yes. a Ponzi question and I have uh, a more fun question. So, yes, Ponzi question. Yes, please. What film won the British Independent Film Award for British Best British Film, Best Director and Best Screenplay this year? Uh, the Biffers, did you say? Yeah, the Biffers, the, Biff- yeah. the Biffers. The British Independent Film Awards, the same film won Best British Film, Best Director and Best Screenplay. And I'll give you a clue, I, although I, I, it depends how much you're up on these things, whether it actually helps as a clue. Uh, the, it's interesting it won Best Screenplay. Yes, it is. Mm. <laughs> That's a clue that only works if you know the answer. <laughs> Therefore, not a clue, just just something being smug. Um, but anyway, so that's the. Uh, but then here is a fun question, a good which one. I had to do some maths for. But don't worry, you don't have to. Good. So here's some fun maths. So I went and had a look at the highest-grossing films in the UK this year so far. Yes. Um, mm. And I looked at how many of them were based on existing IP, Ooh. existing inf- IP. What percentage? of the top 50 grossing films this year were based on existing IP, intellectual property, something that already existed. So mm-hmm. we've already discussed Barbie. Barbie is already existing on intellectual property, but we discussed Oppenheimer, and that's not, because that's just based on truth, mm-hmm. right? So what percentage of the top 50 grossing films of this year in the UK theatrically were based on existing IP? So if you get it closest, you get the point. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Because, okay. yeah. So we'll do it as a percentage, and whoever gets the closest... Wow, that's really interesting. Because if you think... You don't know the answer yet. It might not be. No, but I tried to come up with a question that was fun <laughs> that would allow you to... Yeah, to think and have a... Yeah, because there's a lot of existing IP films out this year. There was a lot. And also, IP could be books. It could be... Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's yeah, also whatever. top grossing. So you've got to think about what those mm. films were as well. Because it's not just mm. uh, films that IP. Because not all of them did well. Mm. Though most of them did. Gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, I think it's higher than I think it is. <laughs> you don't think it's lower than they think it is? Just I fun? think it's lower than you think it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. Oh. Great. So that's Stephen's two questions. Next is me. Um, I came Who's out that? next of the hat. That is me, Giles Alderson. Oh, okay. Mm. So the first question for you is, what was the first feature-length animated movie ever released? Okay. Uh, can you say it again just so I got all the bits? <laughs> no, because it's feature length. Actually, what you... is the first? What was? Okay. Hang on, first... start from the beginning. Who okay. are you? I am Giles. What was? I'm supposed to be running this podcast, but I'm eating love hearts. <laughs> what was the first? And it's Christmas. What was the first feature length animated movie ever released? Hmm. Is it based on existing IP? Are you? Who knows? <laughs> well, I do. I've got the answer oh. in front of me. Cool. Have we all written that down? We yep. got an answer? Yep. yep. Great. Mm-hmm. Good. All right. Second question. There's been quite a few questions on Barbie, but I had it already written, so I'm not going to change this it. guy. What, what is Barbie's full name? No. <laughs> Toby's really upset already. It's a tough one, yeah. that. I want the points, basically, so that you don't get them. It's a tough question. It's a tough question. Well, you name and answer, right? Dad. Today. Name, uh, there is but a middle I name. Completely forget. Oh, it. middle name. Got it. How's that? Let me tell you. For, for, for the humdrum, that wasn't a fun question. That wasn't a fun question. <laughs> yes. there, there was like zero fun. Good in that. point, Dom. Very yeah. good. Yeah. No points yeah. for Dom. Yeah. That was fun. No. For those listening, let me know no. if that was a fun. Your question. jumper is making fun. most things fun, Giles. I'll be honest. Yes. Thank you. You're making most things. Oh, fun. Oh, you know so. what? Have a point. 
<laughs> you can't give away points, <laughs> Stephen. Well, it's not your own vote. If Let's you lose by one, you're going to regret saying it. I think we can. <laughs> if anyone guesses the next love heart, you will get a point. No, I'm, I'm going to change my question to what number is Giles oh. thinking? <laughs> Seven. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, you're impossible. To... <laughs> At least everyone knows you're not cheating because you just—it's impossible to deduce it to let you win. Impossible. It's true. It's true. Right. Let's go on to the next topic. So, uh, topic number two is what can we do differently in 24? What can we do positively to make a change uh, for the independent sector? And this one's for our listeners, obviously. So, Be- become independently wealthy. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna yep. gonna marry Rich. Yeah, I think that will. Rich, help. who's Rich? Rich, what's his surname? <laughs> <laughs> I might get up. <laughs> I'm in love. He's very, he's not very well off, but I love him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought that was the whole point. Um, um, yeah, no, yeah. What what can we do to make a difference? Do we feel, Sophie? I'm planning to attach myself to a producer's ankles until mm-hmm. they make what I want. <laughs> No, so, no, I, I love that. Yeah. Do you, do you often attend, attach yourself to Andrew's um, angles just in general? <laughs> I, I want to say that I did say to get what I want, like yeah. movie made wise. So yeah, okay, no, yeah. I'm not. I mean, I wasn't going in that, that direction, but I'm, no, I'm glad I need we no, I need that. to go further up the chain <laughs> where the money is. <laughs> <laughs> At least you know your place, Andy. That, no, I, that, I'm was fully expecting to be burnt to the ground. It's, it's good. I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you need help, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> three blink, do the little code, yeah, do the finger code. <laughs> I, I think my 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 oh, advice getting serious, please. Yeah, yeah. my oh. advice is is take more general meetings and yes. be a bit more persistent. Uh, I've got a friend in America who also was on the podcast who just constantly emails everyone, um, and now is just getting you know meetings with all the big studios mm. uh, and it, it is just i mean the, the workflow like the amount of emails that they're sending is is just huge to you know the big companies all the time big agents big managers and not giving up when they get rejections or ghosted or or whatever i think in england we're quite bad at that it's like oh they haven't replied you know but i think that's a really useful technique yeah i love that shout out to sonia for your great work ethic yes do you want to give surnames uh sonia o'hara i think it's really good uh, advice i think there's a fine line isn't there between too pushy and too annoying but at the same time if you don't put yourself out there why would anyone know about you no one's coming to your door no one's knocking saying hey i need another script i need another producer i need another director there's enough of us and they've already got people who they already trust like and want to work with it's so hard to spend time reading a script looking through someone's work finding a director it's just time consuming mm. and you might not connect that's why people always work with the same people so how do you get in there how do you do it and sonia's right as dom said is you've got to put yourself in front of people networking is one of the most important things in this business and i think it's a numbers game as well i mean it's not a numbers game but it's it's a it often some of the good relationships you build they can take like five years uh, mm-hmm. and a lot of the time people won't work with you for the first four years. Yes. <laughs> uh, and, and that's, you know, so if you think about that, you you know, you need to work backwards and just be starting those things yes. well in advance and on a much bigger scale than you think you do. It was, it was something that Sam Boyd said on his podcast when we talk about Genie and Love Life. He had gone to so many meetings when he was trying to get stuff made as a screenwriter. No one knew who he was. 
and then it was five years later when Working Title then turned came back around because he'd made Love Life and things had moved. But he'd already met them five years ago, so they already liked mm-hmm. him. They really loved Love Life, his series. And suddenly it was a, a real perspective that he could be directing Genie, and then it happened because he pitched well enough. Yeah, Toby? Yeah, I agree on what has just been said. Um, good. good, I'm I, glad. I, Welcome. I, Thanks yeah. for coming. <laughs> 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 That's a a love heart, though, isn't it? I agree with what's been said. Toby disagrees. (laughs) I disagree. You're all wrong. Um, Yeah, I I think one thing the year 2023 has shown was that um, filmmakers can unite and uh, are willing Mm. to work together. And um, there are so many opportunities out there to to and festivals to go to and meet people and um, also funding bodies and opportunities and retreats to go to i mean the um most of them are quite costly so mm. you still need to get wealthy at some point um, but yeah, um, advice yeah um but, Mar- marry yeah, rich I, yeah. marry yeah. rich yeah but Damn i do it. think yeah it's poor a, it's a, no one tell me that earlier yeah i know poor guy he's marrying yeah. everyone was it andy you asked because i see why he didn't tell you <laughs> <laughs> he changed his name <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I think if you if you meet if you meet the people if you meet the right people if you make friends and working with friends is something mm. um different then you then you can push even further um than to what you think it's possible. That way you can create something hopefully um you unique and uh, interesting and cheap enough um that you can afford it yeah well me and you have been writing a script uh in the last sort of three months haven't we we've got to a really strong stage and that's yeah, oh, it's, yeah. Oh, six months um and it's been <laughs> it's been fantastic and I, I just prefer like writing with people i think yes. it's, it's easier for me in my head and so for you write on your own but you mentioned earlier about collaborating is that something you're going to look to do next year no, I don't like people. Yeah, good. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, no, I'm always amazed at how people co-write, if I'm honest. Really? Um, I, from a novel point of view, you work mm. with your editor. And if the editor thinks something's not going to sell or they're confused, then, you know, they sort of give you edits and then you sort of work on it or you sort of say, well, actually, I think, this this or my character will do whatever yeah um but yeah no people who co-write it always just because it's split vision how does that work well, maybe no i it's think it's on one of your earlier podcasts yeah. i should have put my glass not quite to. as novel an idea eh? yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah there we go um yeah put a glass to to, to one of those episodes no wait mm. shut up Giles. um no but it's um <laughs> <laughs> It's, I was thinking it. Yeah, yeah, I know. I couldn't get anything out that made any sense. I'm far too tired. But no, I prefer it because when I get stuck on a scene or something, the other person just, just then goes, oh, no worries, I'll write that. And then it's done. You have a tummy rub, you know, et cetera, Yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But otherwise yeah. I get, uh, and that's why I, I always struggled writing on my own. I have done it many times, but I sit and bang my head and go, why can't I get through something with someone else? The other person's just written it and then you rewrite it and you just suddenly you've, you've got a script finished way sooner for me. I know not everyone's like that, but that's how it works for me. Cool. Andy, positives for moving forward for next year? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm more optimistic than most of you miserable bastards. Um, I, 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 that's interesting because I, I, I've been thinking of reaching out as well. I'm, 
I mean, maybe it's true every year, but I just feel like this year, um, I've, I've got No Way Up coming up, which we shot a while ago now, but it's it's a bigger movie. It's a bigger budget movie than Big, I've done. It's bigger in scope. Yeah. It's got an airplane crash and sharks and like stuff. Yeah. Very technical. And I, I learned a lot on that film. And I'm, I'm sort of hoping that next year I can push into bigger stuff. Like for me, that's always the thing. I, I feel like the industry is always gobbling up the smaller and smaller budgets and small, and that's getting harder to make. And I, I've been trying to swim and, and go, go higher and higher and higher where the silver Pardon the pun. Mm. Ah, mm. I've been trying to swim, but there's been no way up, and there's been sh- no. So there's been sharks. There's been sharks. <laughs> so, plane crash. <laughs> so oh god, this is like the most. He's just pitching the movie, <laughs> <Yeah. you? laughs> and Colm has always been there. Yeah. And, he was in the um, deep end. Yeah, he was in the, the calm before the storm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Dom, Dom Lamar, he was saying. Yeah. And that's Redom- that's actually something Redom- I'm Redom, sorry for today. That's <laughs> that's something I might actually try next year. There's there's some DPs and people you know who are shooting the things that I would love to be doing in a few years. Um, and I'm I, I'm going to reach out and say, hey, um, what were your steps? How did you get there? I think it's it's, it's always helpful to get some advice from people that are a few steps ahead. Absolutely right. It, it's how it's how me and you met, Andy, wasn't it? We network. We went to a networking event, and that's how we met, and it's to create this relationship. So. You're absolutely right to go to more uh, events because that's how you can meet producers and stuff. Can I give a shout out to somebody? Yeah, go for it. Shout out to someone that I met at work event. Is it Rich? (laughs) Um, I don't know if he's rich, but he may probably listen to this podcast. Go for it. This is a good time to do it. Yeah. So I uh, networked at a WGGB event. Mm. Writers Guild of Great Britain. Writers, yeah. um, Mm. And I'm a lovely man who's now become semi-mental the last couple of months yeah. phil o'shea he is uh, really really helpful hello. i can ask yeah. him anything and good, he yeah. runs script writing courses and stuff so phil o apostrophe s-h-e-a and then i'm going to tell him that i said it's become that hasn't it is he any relation to rick o'shea I have no idea, but I will. I will ask him. He's not, but he's yeah, not no, he's become my, you know, go-to if I just email and go. What about this? <laughs> I like that. That's great. Thanks, Soph. Um, Stephen, to wrap this up on your thoughts on all this. Yeah, I mean, I think I had a, an interesting experience the last couple of months um, with a friend oh. who oh. in the industry who I kind of think that it's a. It's really reminded me what why we go into the industry and, and so for the, in answer to the sort of what we should do in 2024. So I have to be a bit cagey because it's one of those things where the deals are not done and all that sort of stuff. But I can give mm. you enough information. So uh, ever since the pandemic on Tuesday nights, I've been watching movies with a, with friends over Zoom, and we've been doing this. It's been called the Pandemic Screening Room, the PSR. And we watch all sorts of different movies some great movies terrible movies last uh, this week just gone we watched gladiator which is a stunningly good movie mm. and uh, previously we've watched uh, some very bad movies anyway one particular type of film has come up again and again and i'm gonna be vague about what the type is so that i don't give away anything away for this uh, filmmaker friend but he he's um uh he's picked a lot of the movies and he's picked a particular type of movie a lot and we've really enjoyed watching them and he really enjoyed watching these movies now he had an experience a few months ago where he bumped into a producer through somebody and they started talking and it turns out they're trying to make this kind of movie he knew a lot about them he impressed them with his knowledge they said have you got any ideas he went yep he went back with his his co-writer came back with some ideas they went great and now it looks like he's gonna write a big movie uh, because of the love of these movies that we were watching for no reason other than to watch the movies and 
to hang out with each other and it's become quite a nice social thing. And it sort of reminded me, almost sort of surprised me like, oh yeah, we like movies, don't we? Oh yeah, we have tastes. And if you actually spend time in your taste of movies that you like and you actually watch them, you, you do build up a, a knowledge and an understanding and you're the right person to make them. And then when the right opportunity comes along, they can't believe someone like him exists as far as oh my god he's a talented filmmaker who also understands this particular subgenre really well and he can't believe that he'll get paid to do something he loves and it all came from just wanting to watch it and so my i guess I'd, I'd tack on to to dom's very good advice about get out there more and meet more people would be spend more time in the things you actually really love get good at them get to know them and remember that you love them because that will make you better at them so that's what i'm taking into 2024 love it it's so true it, it, it can be positive for you this industry it's there is so many people out there trying to make stuff and it's just latch onto them speak to them and see it might not be now it might be in five years time but at the same time if you don't put yourself out there they don't know about you how are you ever going to move forward so that's what's important is do send those emails do try and get to networking events do try and say hello i know it's difficult but sometimes you can just go up to people you know there's been a load of events leading up to christmas and i felt awkward sometimes uh, and i'll just go oh do you know what? i'm just going to go up to this group and go hello and sometimes it's just you've just got to do it and take whatever flack might come your way or hopefully none because most indie filmmakers are fantastic and they'll just go hi how are you and that's how you grow Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone because individually we're great but together we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world including 75% of the Fortune 500 trust Atlassian software. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian eBay Motors is here for the ride. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Whether you're making a delicious family meal or a post-workout snack, choose the farm-fresh taste of Eggland's Best Eggs. Only Eggland's Best Hens are fed their proprietary all-vegetarian feed. That's what makes their eggs more nutritious. With 10 times more vitamin E, 25% less saturated fat, and 6 times more vitamin D compared to ordinary eggs. Eggland's Best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com to learn more. Right, um, nearing the end. Final quiz questions um, coming from Toby first. He was out of the hat, not last. Right. Toby, fifth and, well, no, this will be 10th and 11th quiz question. Please, Toby. So, um, Oppenheimer obviously was a big uh, hit this year. Yep. Um, Killian Murphy was in the lead. Was he? Um, my question is: okay, yeah, yeah. How many times have Killian Murphy and Christopher Nolan worked together? Mm. That's a great question. Okay, I like that one. That's a great question. Mm. Any question where you think you can work it out, but you actually have to like really yeah. think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. 
I think I know. I think I'm going with... I think I know what I've got. I, it, there's a couple of secret ones in there as well, isn't there? Maybe? Who knows? Just well, I've just added one to my number. I've just crossed Good. my number out and added <laughs> one. It worked. It worked. <laughs> if that's a game you're playing, Giles, my God, you're, you deserve all the points. That's amazing. I just, I just want one point. Uh, Toby, go on. Um, the fun question. Um, how many times uh, does Jack Black sing the word peach slash peaches in the Golden Globe nominated song Peaches from the movie uh, Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> mm. Is it two, three? Well, that's that's the no. That's... It's a it's a it's a high number. Has oh, you can't. Oh, you've film? given a clue already. Oh, oh. Stephen coaxed you into a clue. <laughs> I like it. Uh -huh. you now I know exactly the right number. <laughs> <laughs> you fell into my trap. Okay. Right, I've got, I've guessed, and I'm really, okay. really happy with my guess. Next is, and finally for our quiz, is Andy Roger. Give well, us I'm your. I'm glad I'm last. Oh, it's given me time. It's given me enough build up to, to for go a great to question. some networking events and find some friends <laughs> and cinematographers. <laughs> um, Make dinner. No, and stop me if this question's already been asked. Oh, God, is it. Uh, <clears throat> go on. I'm right, okay. In the 2023 movie Oppenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How many Oppenheimers are there? <laughs> That's a good question. It's a, you mean in age? Like how many times well, do you see Well, how many him? Oppenheimers are there? I mean, yeah, yes. I yeah, haven't seen the movie. Like, I, I, don't don't make any I just think that's... It's not called Oppenheimers. Is that the sequel? <laughs> or do that's, you mean... That's the James Cameron Yeah, you must sequel. mean how many age brackets. <laughs> or how many family right? members in the film are called Oppenheimer, because... Well, no, let's go with, like, you know, obviously it's about Oppenheimer. Let's go with how many main age. character Oppenheimers there so are. So how many yeah. age... Yes. Differences. Yes, yes, yes. Of okay. of Thank you for making it not fun, Giles. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. no, I made it much <laughs> actual, an actual question. <laughs> an actual question. That makes sense. <laughs> okay, good. How many? How many oppies? Okay. Uh, gosh. Hey, I think I've got one. Oh, I've got more than one. I mean, to be fair to me, I mean, I haven't seen it, but the title suggests there is just one, and I, I feel I'd feel cheated if there were any this more. Than that. Stephen, this can you just write one, please? Okay, just yeah, one. yeah, a couple great. secret ones in there. Okay, so Andrew, your so second, second, <laughs> second question, please. A question which I've just made up. Um, in the year of Lord 2023, yep. uh, which which film made the most at the box office in the first weekend? Oh, Oppenheimer oh. or Barbie? Uh, okay, uh, that's a great question. Yeah, because I, I have fifty-fifty chance of getting it right. So hang on, hang on. How are we going to do this? Because does that mean everyone who gets it right gets a point? Yeah, of course. Our quizzes yeah. work, Charles. You yeah. idiot. <laughs> okay. I didn't wonder what you were confused by there. <laughs> it's been a long year, Stephen. Right. Finally, then, what yeah. does my last um, love heart say? Which leaves four for the winner. By oh. the way, this oh. one is purple. Why don't you give us like one word, and it's whoever's quickest to get it. Yeah. Okay. My. Love, Love. Heart. No. Uh, my God, my much my friend. He's <laughs> <laughs> um, coming friend. into view. Who's going to see it first? Myopic. Downfall. Oh. <laughs> my, angel. my angel. Angel. My angel. Oh, Stephen. Stephen gets this one that's in my mouth. And apparently there was a point for that one. So you said it. Yeah. Earlier on. I did. But I like. So I've got one point. Nope. Can I quit um, now? Well, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So okay. this is the bit you've all been waiting for when we announce the top before. Before we do our final um, winner of the quiz, oh. this is the bit mm. you've all been waiting for. When we announce the top 10 podcast episodes of the year, 
in reverse order, obviously. Mm. Now, I was busy today, so I had to quickly add these up. So, drum roll, please, Andy, with a drum, please. Every year, and I'm like, ah, oh, and I Every forget. year you don't but stand by. He's now building a drum out of... Um, he is building a drum kit. I like yeah. that, though. Oh, no, here we go. Gives me got two sticks. To... There's no drum, though. Wait, oh, wait hold on. You spent all that time just finding two drumsticks. I had to whittle and then these out there was no drum. <laughs> <laughs> you did not plan this, did you? God. Okay, stand by, everyone. God, okay, oh, we're standing by. Here we this go. Really Here's good. the moment we've all Ready? been Contain waiting okay, for. There, there it is. Okay. Hey. In 10th position is... Business of Film 5, our episode earlier this year with Stephen Follows. Actually, that was out literally five episodes ago. Mm. It's a brilliant one. Do go listen to that. In ninth place is... Thank you. Christy McCosco-Krieger, the producer of The Fablemans. Hey. Yeah, very good. And she's literally just produced Maestro as well, which is on Netflix right now. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. In eighth place... Business of Film 3! Oh my gosh. Congratulations. I'm getting so many points in this quiz. In seventh place is... (laughs) (laughs) Eddie Sternberg's Ah, uh, excellent chat to talk to us about his movie, I Used to Be Famous. Okay, Mm -hmm. in sixth place is... Tar... It is a lovely chat with director Todd Field. And in fifth place, final five now. It's getting louder, that drum. It is Charlotte Wells talking about her amazing movie, After Sun. Bloody hell. Yes, in fourth place. (laughs) It's the first time Stephen was on this podcast. Ah. Business of Film, the first episode. There you go. I wasn't in that one. That's why probably so high. In third place is. Can I just say this drumming is getting better and better. I'm totally here for it. It is. Yeah. yeah, it was worth the wait. <laughs> I'm here for it. I've got a new drum halfway through. See, it's it's really changed the game. Really up things. <laughs> this is in third place. Our episode, which is a masterclass on making Oscar-winning short films oh, with Chris Overton. <laughs> in third place, Chris Overton making no. short films. Don, when you're not on an episode, do you listen to it a lot? Because I think I can understand why these ones have ris- risen to the top in viewership. <laughs> and in second place, or first. So... <laughs> oh my god Giles, you're not going to have turned a Christmas in- day. You're going to be editing like hell. Like- <laughs> turned into a slow hand clap. <laughs> It is either Christopher McQuarrie or Simon Pegg, Rebecca Ferguson and Eddie Hamilton talk about Mission Impossible Part 1. Who do we think it is at number one? Pegg. I think McQuarrie. In second place is... (laughs) Was, Was that a cowbell? In second place, not only was this person... Not on their own. They were with Rebecca yeah. Ferguson. It is Simon yes. Pegg in second place, oh, which means our winner, Andy, is... <laughs> it is Christopher McQuarrie. He yes. smashed it this year. It was nearly double um, oh, Simon Pegg wow. and Rebecca Ferguson. Like wow. huge, huge, huge numbers. Thank you, everyone, mm. who has listened this year. You've all... 
all being finally back on top. <laughs> and Adam Tom was uh, on that episode. So yes, well done, Tom. Uh, I was on about six or seven of those. Well done, Tom. Well done, you. It's been a disappointing year for the last two years for anyone that actually cares, which probably is just me. Just so. it is just you. But <laughs> this is how it is. So th- listen, honestly, it does mean a lot that you all listen. It makes such a difference. And do tell your friends, even if you are listening with a glass and a piece of string from the other room, it doesn't matter. You tell your friends about this podcast, and then we can keep doing this and grow. And you know. The usual stuff and can i and, and can, if, can i be the voice of the listener for a second and just say you know who was on all 10 of those episodes you just um, in front or behind you're behind all of them i know there's a whole team of people i know they really help but your work on it you know obviously this year and before that is just amazing and i know that the audience really appreciate it so thank you very much for all all the work you've done you this podcast. thank you thank you yeah hey giles drum roll thank you. <laughs> give yourself a point Whoa, 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 whoa. I think you Don't took you my worry, point will. far too far. <laughs> Speaking of which, let's get to the quiz. Let's do it. So uh, give yourself a tick point. A tick point. It's kind of a point but or a tick, whichever you like. Add it up how you mm. like. Um, first of all, it was Dom. Let's give us your question and uh, then we'll all say we'll what we thought the answer answers. was. Okay. okay. Uh, so the... 2023 highest budget film was Fast X. Ray. Wow. Oh. Who got a point? Who got that right? Me. Just me? Just just Steven? <laughs> just Steven. I, can I quit now, mission? please? Can we stop? Please. I, just, I, I'm, I put I Mission Impossible. Yeah. I Anyone put Mission at? Impossible 2. Yeah. Sophie? Um, Mission Impossible 2. That wasn't this year, I'm sure. Like very boring. Oppenheimer. Andy? Yeah. <laughs> I put Barbie. Uh, you've lost your, your drum <laughs> kit. Um, <clears throat> uh, your second question, Dom? Uh, highest rated comedy... Yes, and the answer was? Uh, as far as I can tell, Poor Things, oh. which counts as That's a comedy. That's a comedy? Oh. Yeah, well, it counts as comedy, and it does have a very high I rating. I thought it would be Barbie or something like that. I thought Barbie 2. Barbie. No, Barbie 2 hasn't Bar- come out Barbie, yet. Barbie isn't... <laughs> I don't think Barbie's 8.4. <laughs> Let's see if I can go for the third. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll give you the setup another time. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, do, we'll double act this. Yeah. It's co-writing. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on, um, at yep. the minute, I think the only person who's actually got an answer a point. Yep. is Stephen. So moving on, Sophie was next. Sophie, what's your question, please? So my first one was how much did Barbie make worldwide? Um, right. And it is yes. $1.442 oh. billion. Well, I had 1.3. I had 1.3. I had 2.2. 1.5. I thought it was way more than that. So oh. what? How are we Wait. doing the points then? Did Wait, no one... Andy, what did you put first? I put 300 million, which is not even close. <laughs> no one there. The... Yeah. <laughs> so, so 1.4 billion. About 1.4 what? Because me and Stephen are 1.3 and Toby's 1.5. Oh, so he's much closer, closer then. Right, it was okay, all right, okay. Is it so we're going to round down or up for this? Yes. You're going to have to round down because yes. it's 1.442. Yeah, so 1.5 so, is closer than 1.3. Yes, so Toby so, gets the yes, point. We don't get the point. Right, no, Toby does. All right, cool. Next question. So? And then the next question was, how many Barbies are there in the movie? Mm-hmm. I went with there 12. 18, but I went with 47. 18, 30. 21. <laughs> well, 18, so I guess that's closer to Andy, 21, really. To, to 12. So I get a point. Yes. Yay. Finally, my first point. Jesus. Stephen, you were next. Yes. Question. So this was the film that won Best Independent Film and director and writer and it was all of us strangers which was yes, about a strangers. screenwriter 
So yes. there we go. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then my second question was, what percentage of the uh, top 50 films in the UK box office this year were based on existing IP? What What is your mm-hmm. guess as a percentage? I want to hear. 64. 85. 70. 75. Giles? 70, me and Sophie said. Yeah. Andy? Up in 90. Oh, Jesus. That's high. Cynical, yeah. It is 72%. (gasps) I've got to say, Stephen, not that cynical. Stephen, Stephen, that is so annoying. I wrote 73% and you said it's not as high as you think. I I, I like to mess with you, but I don't want to mess with your points. I love that. I'm sorry. That was... I, I literally won that. Oh, so you, point, okay. Well, how about this? You don't get the point, but you get the moral kind of superiority that yeah. you should have yes. won. Is that not worth more? No. Trust your instinct. Yes. Thank you, Sophie. Next wow. question was me, I believe, um, which is, uh, what was the first feature-length animated movie ever released? Snow White. The answer is Snow, Snow White. The correct oh. answer is Snow White yeah. and the Happen. Seven Dwarfs. Yeah. No. I don't point. like to leave. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't want to <laughs> use those take words. A point. So. Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, you can't anymore. So, but take it was called that. So, Thanks, point. <laughs> who else got a point? Stephen? Me. I got a Me. Point. Toby? Andy? No. Thanks what do for playing. You <laughs> You're not taking this game seriously. <laughs> I am very seriously. I'm, well, just losing. Okay, second question was what is Barbie's full name? Barbara. Barbara Maleficent. Me, I can't what? remember. It's something. Barbara Maleficent something. I yes. Greisler for some reason. No. Because it's based on the creator, right? Uh, it is. Her daughter. Barbara. Oh, yes, that's right. Millicent Barbara. Roberts. Oh, I didn't get that. Uh, I'll give you half a point, Stephen. Did you write it Millicent. down? Oh, I can't see it on the yeah, screen. You can't see why? it. Cause why did, what did you get half a point for? For Millicent. Because that's a tough uh, one. Okay, Bar- yeah, yeah. yeah, Barbara mm-hmm. Millicent Roberts. Uh, so oh, is it like a half a point? Hold on, I should write that down properly. Yeah, you should definitely write so down. So I get a quarter because I got Barbara. No. Uh, okay, next. <laughs> Sorry, I'm wow, shut yeah. down there. Yeah. Uh, well, no. did no one else get Barbara? Barbara. I, I got Barbara. I got there Barbara. you go. So no, I can't give her. Oh. I can't. Oh. I can't. No, I that would be ridiculous. Really well, yeah. Now you can't get yeah. Barbara. Well, Andy, did you write Barbara? Because you've got no points so far. All right. <laughs> quarter, a sympathy no, point. Do you really want a sympathy point? Okay, yes, yes, I do. Point. I do. No, it's I not half. It. It's quarter of a point if you wrote Barbara. <laughs> yeah. Winner. Okay. Okay. Great, down. great. Next one was Toby. <laughs> okay, Question and so answer, please. How many times have Killian Murphy and Christopher Nolan worked together? Five. And four. Four. I put four. Five. I put three. Six times. Six. Six. Six, Six times. times. Oh, wow. Yeah. I got five. He starred in... All of the Batman so, movies. Oh, one, yeah. two, three. Yeah, Inception. Yeah. And Dunkirk actually, and yeah. Oppenheimer. So who who else wrote five? You wrote five. I wrote four. So did we both we both get a point? I then? got five. Yeah, I mean whoever is closest. Yeah, we both got a point. Yeah. Fine. Fine. All right. Yeah. Take a point. Yeah. yeah, no problem. No problem. Toby, your your second question and your answer, please. Uh yeah, how many times does Jack Black sing Peaches in the Golden Globe nominated song Peaches from the Super Mario Brothers movie? I got 25. I've, I've never heard it. I got 22. I bet 63. 146. <laughs> okay, damn. Okay, no, the, the right Toby. answer is 38 oh. times. So 25 yeah. is close. No, 27. Oh, you said 27, do you? Oh, damn. Yeah, then 27. Yeah. All right, well oh. done. Yeah. Dom, well, done, well done. Well done. Look at this. Dom's must be... Should we, like Before the last question, should we top up the points? Who's got what at the moment? I got two and a half so far. Two and a half. I've got okay. three. Oh. I've got 3.1... 3.25. <laughs> oh, mean? I'm the same. I got three and a, oh. a quarter. And a, a quarter. Yeah. Toby? Okay. I got two and a quarter. It's all to play oh, for. So it's God, all to play for. A quarter. Okay. Andy? <laughs> Hi. 
You've got a quarter. Okay, good. So it is you. It is you to find out who is the winner of this quiz. Please give us your question and answer. So okay. in the in the year of Lord 2023, uh, <laughs> <laughs> how many Oppenheimers were there in the movie Oppenheimer? I've never yeah. seen it. Four. Five. I said. Four. I said. I said three. I said three versions of him. Toby, what did you say? Seven. What's Seven. The I'm going with four. Four. Well, I've been googling it. I can't. Find it. Well, Jesus Christ! How many you, time? How many you time periods? Wait, you wait till right to the end. <laughs> right now, you wait until the reveal of the answer how before many, owning up. How many time periods is, is it set in? That's the, that's really the you get your no answer. No spoilers, please. Come on, come on. It Three. says it, where it says two. Actually, if you look, how many timelines are in Oppenheimer? No. How did you find I mean, that? I've been googling it. Just, just, the timelines are just, just Google. There isn't two timelines. But it's though. Though. there isn't two wait, because says, he's not. Oppenheimer messes split the Tory into two timelines with two distinct points of view with the three hour. Uh, so there's only biopic. one. Yeah, but there are a lot of time jumps within those. Yeah. No spoilers. So you've got a really young one, a really old one in between. Mm. Yeah. Surely. So right. what are we saying then? Three? Giles has said four and he's seen the movie. I haven't. I don't know if he can Andy, trust you me. you haven't. Stephen, you haven't. No, I haven't that seen it. I have seen the movie. Three of us. I thought it was seven. <laughs> if you know the answer to this question, write in. It's definitely two. not two. Right, which means it, we forget that. We forfeit that question because it's right. ridiculous. Right, okay. We don't know the answer and Andy's ruined this quiz. So why don't we go for... I, you may have over-indexed on this one, cause, yep. but oh, sure. Yeah. And then the next question. <laughs> next, The next question, Andy, Come please, on, Andy, to see who the winner here. is because this might That's my husband, ruin it. everyone. I do have the answer to this one. You'll be pleased to hear. So uh, uh, from the opening weekends of Oppenheimer and, and Barbie, who made the most money? Barbie. 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 Yeah. Okay. Right, so this doesn't work because... I went with Barbie because it was the, the shorter of the two movies, so it's more likely to have more screenings. Whereas Which I do had have like... a tiebreaker question. I do have a tiebreaker question. Which means oh, the goodness. winners at the moment... Oh, do you know the answer? Are... <laughs> Wait, the winners yeah. at the moment are Dom and Sophie with four and a quarter. I've got four, so I am now out of the running, which really oh, winds man. me up that I gave you a fucking quarter of a point for Barbara. <laughs> This is really hurting me. Because right? you're going to have to buy more love hearts, aren't you? I am going to. No, I'm just going to regurgitate It'll them. It'll cost you a fortune. Throw them at them. Next time I see them. Anyway, so fair, fair, fair. I did give it. So, please, Andy, you've got your now to be deciding question. Now, remember, I mean, I'll live with one of the two people. This feels like a <laughs> fix. This is just for <laughs> Sophie. We might answer Yeah, but you don't know if it's in your favour yet Ooh. or not. So. If, if, hang on, how about this? If they don't know the answer, and I do, <laughs> can no, I no, sweep no, in and win? You can't change the rules. No. Fuck's sake. I think, I, think it's, I, think, I think that sounds fair. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. No, I agree. No, okay. no, no so, this is it. Come on, between the two okay. of you to win the So it's whoever's closest to the answer, right? Yes. Uh, okay. Are we doing a time limit thing or are we good? Well, we haven't got all day. I've got to edit this bastard. All right. <laughs> 11. <laughs> <laughs> and Sophie wins. Yay. Thanks, everyone, for listening <laughs> to the <this> show. <laughs> okay, Merry Christmas. No, go on. Okay. Come on. Okay, so at uh, the opening weekend, how much did Barbie gross? We just Ooh. we just said that. We didn't. No, 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 we didn't. across the year. He's asking yeah. opening weekend. Uh, globally okay. or world or uh, domestic? Uh, Andy, yeah. Andy, yeah. is it globally or worldwide? Or UK? Dom, Dom is desperate worldwide. to win this quiz. By the way, he's never won. Yeah, this means say, a lot yeah. to him. He normally comes last, so this is a big moment. Oh, that's well. He hasn't come last. You've definitely become. You've definitely come at least second. Usually, I don't. Um, okay, so we're we doing domestic for UK or worldwide. We're doing worldwide. Worldwide. Okay. Here we go. Come on. Okay. So uh, write it down real quick. Okay. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then add one to it in case the other one's got the same answer. Like add one dollar. Okay. 
or minus one dollar. Oh, oh yeah, that's that's okay. also true. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So what is your answer, please, Sophie? Uh, one point three. Don't look at me. I'm I'm an impartial <laughs> judge. One point three. What in the opening weekend? Okay. Happy wife, happy life, 1. mate. One point three. What in the opening weekend? Um, bear in mind, just to help you. Yeah. One point three. Thank you. Million. Okay. Okay. Dom. I don't know uh, anything about money. Uh, hundred and forty million. Dom, why didn't you go for one point four million? Just that, like because you would have yeah. had all numbers between one point three yeah. and well, all the know, money. Right, I mean, what's it's, what's the answer, Andy? Two hundred sixty-five million. Dom, Dom, Dom is, is a winner, winner of the Christmas quiz twenty twenty-three. <laughs> oh, uh, that was how does it really feel, Dom, to be a winner? Uh, it feels great. Yeah, it's like, oh, it feels feels pretty exciting. Do you think it's linked to the fact that Phil's not here? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Take that, Phil. <laughs> well, if he was here, you might <laughs> have won. So That's you'll my never point. Know. Yeah, yeah, I think Phil comes out of this better than you think. Yes. Well, <laughs> and and Dom, the, the best does. point of the part of this is you also get these four love hearts that are left on my That's table a, that he's That's holding in his for. fingers. Yes. Yeah, them yeah, from he's the now packet. touching. Very much. Yeah. Dom doesn't mind that I've touched them. He's fine. So to wrap this wonderful, wonderful year up, thank you. Who was third out of curiosity? It was me. Yeah. I technically. I was second. You yeah, really? well, hey. yeah. first ever quiz here yeah we like that so listen thank you all so much for listening it just leaves me to say thank you to my amazing hosts Tobias V's everyone Yay. Yay. happy Austrian Christmas you celebrate it on a different day to us so good luck with that um, thank you uh, Stephen follows yay, yay. Well. yay. Well, happy Christmas to you Andy Roger Rudolf Flumpson himself. The winner. Yay, the winner of the quiz. And our special guest, Sophie Roger. Yay. He came second. Um, uh, And listen, thank you so much for listening. You can go out there and make your films in 2024. Be strong, be powerful. Uh, Take our positives from this, not our negatives, and go out there and make your films. And if you have to listen to this podcast with a glass and a piece of string through the wall, then that is what you should do. (laughs) is the most important thing in the world go out there making mm. films and if you're lucky enough to rise up and do well it is your duty to send the Santa sleigh back down did you prepare that Tom because it doesn't <laughs> sound like you did no <laughs> <laughs> oh, you really thought about it you said it um, to do another one um, it, send the re- send the reindeer back down yeah send the love heart press all the buttons in the lift all of the buttons go send down the, the chimney up. send the chimney back down yeah Slide down the escalator and just avoid the bumps. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Do Mary Rich. <laughs> Be rich. They're, rich again. For your pleasure. <laughs> we will see you all in 2024. We hope you've had an amazing Christmas and New Year. And look out for our podcast with Oppenheimer, the team behind Oppenheimer, with the team behind Bike Riders, with the team behind Boys in the Boat, with the team behind... One Life. One Life. That is an amazing episode, That all of those people. In one, mm. one episode. Yeah. No, they're not. Spread out across January and February, probably. We have so many. And our business of film, which clearly dominated the charts of this year. More of that to come. Until then, take care, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 I don't know why I'm waving. It's an audio podcast. Okay. For us. <laughs> I'm going yeah. like to leave now, because I don't <laughs> like it. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, yeah. everyone. Okay. <laughs> we stop recording now? <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs>